Live from the swirly machine in the third stall from the left in the restroom by the new gym, it's shenanigans. <laughs> this week it's Alan with a Y. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Rich. And you're Craig. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> oh, he stole your bit. <laughs> and that's Walden. <laughs> <laughs> he was waiting three weeks for that. <laughs> I had a very special York Craig this week. I take it back. Hey, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> and Walden. Fuck you, Rich. <laughs> that was it the whole time. No. Nope. It's, it's going back in the locker. It's going back in the locker. <laughs> now it has to wait till next New Year's. <laughs> I can't have anything nice for myself. <laughs> How's your wife feel about that? I popped over to his house I don't for know what that means. <laughs> I popped over to Walden's on New Year's just in case. I was out popping around and I was like, man. You didn't pop in. I, well, I didn't see anybody. Like, I didn't know where the situation was, so I kind of looked, and there was like, there was like one car in the street and one car in the drive. I was like, they yeah, probably all left. Pe- not many people came. So, uh, so I'm like, well, I don't know, because I figure there's probably going to be more. And I'm like, they're probably already gone, you know, because I figured that my game plan was to stop at yours and finish up there, you know, and bring in the new year then. But I'm like, oh well. We had lots of pizza. Nice. Yeah, I, I want to thank everybody for coming over. That was a big blanket invitation that you guys all took advantage of. I appreciate it. We have a low-key, family-friendly uh-huh. Eve. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was in your drive. I was in your. I've seen your idea of. And I've seen your idea of family-friendly <laughs> and whatnot. <laughs> That's how families get started. <laughs> because there's stepsisters involved. <laughs> uh, make it family-friendly. <laughs> Stepmoms. <laughs> I gotta ask Al. Al went to the Bills game yesterday, and I gotta know. How loud it was when Heinz returned the opening the kickoff! One. Unbelievable! I I, I could tell was, the TV like the TV was vibrating. <laughs> I was probably because I was yelling also. Right, like I couldn't fucking believe it. it was yeah. The place absolutely erupted, which is why the NFL is scripted. <laughs> but no, <laughs> come on, man. That's no. that's the thing you want to see every game, and you almost no. never do. That was perfect. It was absolutely perfect, you know. And again, to the for the place to erupt like it did, and that was my first game, and I don't know how many years. And and I did enjoy it. We st- I was in a, a suite in the Toyota area or something along those lines. So we're Sounds right tight. Yeah, we're right behind where the where the two hundred level are, where they have the heated seats, you know. So that's where the suite was, and it's nice. And they do have a, wor- a roll open window, so you actually can still hear everything that's going on in your part of the action. So you're high fiving the people outside and stuff too. But that run back was absolutely unbelievable. Not throwing food though, you know? Not throwing food. No, those people are. Well, those are all pretty much season ticket holders where we were too, just in that 200 level, you know. Mm. So it was it was nice, you know. It was just a lot of fun. And now, and I always laugh because the guys like even the guy invited me. He's like, "Hell, you know what? Come." I said, "Look, you know, I don't know a ton about this. I don't, you know, I can trash talk, but I don't know a lot about trash talking at football games and stuff like that." So now, when that guy for New England catches the touchdown, the first touchdown where they thought his feet weren't in bounds, so now the guys are all screaming like, "Come on, ref, you suck!" And I was like, "Look at his feet. His feet weren't even the ground." Like, I'm gonna drive to your house and kill your family. <laughs> and, they're, and they're like, "No, hey, we, we like your enthusiasm. We do." 
you're gonna have to uh, you're gonna have to reel that back in a little bit though. You know. So then the next play, I'm like, I hope your 401k plummets and doesn't recover for 10 years. <laughs> They're like, all right, somewhere in between those two is where you need to be. <laughs> that, that that last one really stings though. Yeah, I was dying. I had a good time, you know. So we had some beers, and I saw a few people that I knew up there, and then I saw. These three kids, can we talk about a local product? I don't know if we can or not. Uh, but these kids have a product around here called Redemption Clothing. So they sell them on, I want to say, on like Walnut Street at a couple of those little shops. So all of a sudden I see these kids all dripped out in <clears throat> Bill's like bubblegum looking camo with uh, colors with uh, R on them and stuff like that. So it looked good. So they were redemption head to toe, even the chic sneakers. And then I was walking behind them and I was like, redemption. <laughs> so then they're like, what's going on? I said, you guys got to be from Lockport. They're like, yeah, yeah, man. How do you know about redemption? I said, I I'm work at the, you know, I work for this place and uh, all these kids I know come in wearing it. So I know what it is, you know, I'm like, oh my God. And they said, well, where do you work? And they're like, oh, we were both there. Like two of the three were, were students over there, you know? <laughs> But they were a good kid, you know. I so said, they were shoplifting. Yeah. <laughs> That's how they started in the industry anyways. <laughs> nice kids, though. You know, they seemed like nice kids right then and there. You know, we were having a good time. And then what else did I see? There were a couple guys that just kind of walked right into, like, the 200 level, like, right where those seats were. So I'm sitting there. I'm like, those... Those two guys don't look like the people that were there before. They were completely different looking, <laughs> you know. So then all of a sudden they're sitting there and the guys who were sitting there go to get back in their seats and they're like, hey. So then the security officer, they didn't even mess with a, like a regular usher. They went and got a cop and they're like, hey, excuse me. This says these seats. Like, oh, Dicks. excuse yeah. me. I think we have your tickets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so but there was just a lot of excitement throughout that whole game. Except for the excitement that you were naysaying about the whole Buffalo Bills during the whole chat. Like they were going to lose. They better do better. I didn't say they were going to lose. You were a negative Nelly. I was. <laughs> I said, what a way to honor DeMar Hamlin by getting the number three seed. Right. And what'd they get? They, they the, number got the number two. There you go. But we're number why. two. Just to make me look stupid. That's why they did <laughs> But they didn't. They're still not playing up to what their potential yeah, their is. The defense is terrible. The defense is terrible. Now, there were def definitely some flaws in that. I thought about calling you guys last Monday and saying, do you want to do a show and do it while we were watching the Bills game? No. I'm super glad that I didn't. We're, oh, we're never doing that again. Yeah. Yeah. It's been terrible twice. We've proven the concept. <laughs> doesn't work. Yeah, but it was the Titans both times. we got to try a different team. Yeah, that can be. Right. <laughs> yeah, and you know what? The schedule, the tentative. Roll your eyes at me. I will roll oh, my eyes at you. Close to me. I have a you're website for you guys, like, too, you that you can watch any live sporting event. You're not a teenage too. girl. Cool. <laughs> Are you done? So the tentative schedule came out for the Bills. They're going back again to Kansas City. What the fuck is that? And Cincinnati. <sighs> Why? Why? Just can these teams not play here? Or it's not allowed. They already have nine home games. They can't have any more. I don't understand why they can't make some of the home games really? against those two teams. Yeah. And how about so they're going to have neutral site championship game if it's the Bills and the Chiefs. And or Indianapolis. The, or Cincinnati and the Chiefs. Right. So Indianapolis was asked if they can have, the, and they said, nope. Nope. We have a volleyball tournament that weekend. <laughs> so fucking Detroit's like, we're here. We're available. No, we're they're available. changing their turf. And uh, what do you call it? And the, they are now, but they, uh, the Chiefs were like, fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> so I said in the chat that the road to the Super Bowl goes through Cleveland. Right. Well, I figured they would do something indoor, but now it's pretty limited. They'd have to go 
a lot further than I think they want to. I think they should go to Manchester and do one of those foreign games. There you go. Make it really away, a neutral zone. Why do you hate Bills fans? I'm just saying. I think that would be, they're going to have to do that because oh. there's a little crink chink in the armor. we got to exploit I it I guarantee that's the only way you'd have a majority Bills fans is if you did it in London because we, we will travel. Oh, that is true, too. You can't have it in Minnesota. They have a team nope. in the postseason. Yep. They're covered. You could, can't have it in Dallas. They have a retractable roof, though, right? Yeah, and it's warm. So, I mean. It, what about Arizona? No. Uh, I mean, they could. I don't know why they'd want to do it there. Atlanta. Shit ton of Bills fans in Atlanta already. I think so, they've got like six Bills backer bars in Atlanta. <laughs> trying to think where there could be games that either going to be warm or enclosed. They could do it at the Lockport Little Loop Field. Are, are we are we forgetting the most obvious? Toronto. Toronto. Yeah. <laughs> that it's would domed. be so neutral. It's domed. <laughs> yeah. What's a hold? Hundred thousand. Ninety-seven three. 97.3. That's oh my, my favorite God, radio station. It right now. Yeah. Check it out. <laughs> if you nailed that, I'm going to shit myself. <laughs> you heard him. He promised. Yes. Rogers Sentry. <laughs> Save it for Canada Watch. <laughs> What's the capacity? Capacity for baseball is 49,282. Football, 31,074. That's it? Expandable to 52,230. American football... 53,506. We got the extra 10 yards during Canadian football. That's true. That's true. Because of the conversion. Oh, yeah. It it does say Canadian football. I didn't. So, what, they put up folding chairs? No, they can move bleachers and stuff. Then for basketball, it's 22,911. Nobody watches basketball. They don't need that many seats. Right. And no one wants to watch it. They're all four seats. Yeah, it's got to be. (laughs) They want to watch it from the upper bowl. (laughs) Why not? People do it with the Winter Classic. So what you're telling yeah. me is if you add all those numbers together, it's, <laughs> it's 97.3. Somewhere around. So I win. Good try. Good try. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there we go. That's where they're going to have it. Or they can have it at Lambeau because, I mean, the Packers aren't fucking in it. I mean, John Bon Jovi wants it to be there, so. Fuck John Bon Jovi. <laughs> That's what I said. He's living on a prayer. <laughs> <laughs> we want to buy the Philadelphia Soul. <laughs> Where, you know, honestly, where where's Bon Jovi? He's in New Jersey. It's <laughs> <No. laughs> always sunny. Maybe he's dancing with Courtney Cox. Was Courtney Cox an actress when she was already dancing with him on stage? Yeah, because she was in Miss Misfits of Power. Remember Misfits of Power? What? Yeah, it was so a it wasn't, Friday night show. It wasn't just her being pulled out. No, like she was on like a flute. sixteen, and she was in a uh, on a television show oh, back so, in the eighties. Oh, so nobody really knew her, really, like the, the fame she has now. But he pulled some girl up on stage, and it was her. And I just thought it was like she a She owes everything play. to David Arquette. Oh, you ain't lying. <laughs> Not according to her divorce lawyer. <laughs> no, he owes everything to her. Is David Arquette a, 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 like a sibling to Roseanne Arquette? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I liked her. And what did she, was she in? She was in Joe Dierte, and then she was in Everybody Loves Susan. I loved her. I think that she's a fantastic her. actress. Everybody Loves Susan. The Madonna movie? Desperately Seeking Susan. Desperately Seeking Susan. Okay. I was getting uh, that confused with Everybody Hates Chris. 
<laughs> or everybody loves Raymond, you know. That was uh, that was the Hallmark version. Uh-huh. <laughs> I just been rewatching that. Everybody hates Chris right now. That is so fantastically racist how they do it. Like the things they make that teacher say, it's just it's just hysterical. If like and Chris Rock is the one obviously a, a main writer for this, but she just says so many absolutely absurd things in there, and it just cracks me up. Because then you see the little Chris's face, and he just kind of looks and goes, "Oh, oh, you forgot that you left it here." I didn't even eat any of those, buddy. I love my. Myself a little surprise. You're welcome. How was everyone's Put your Christmas? pants back on? <laughs> How's everyone's Christmas? I know yours was changed from what it was supposed to be, but it was shittiest Christmas ever. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah. I spent a Christmas in the hospital and it was still the shittiest Christmas you ever. You weren't well, you weren't this time when you were in the hospital. No, no. That was when I was it would have been nicer okay. apparently. Yeah. <laughs> so what was so bad about this one? Uh we were trapped. We did not get to fly to Florida and go on a cruise to the Bahamas. Oh yeah, that's true. Did you get your money back for that? Most of it. I don't know. I I didn't think it was too terrible being. Why? What did you do? I sat at home and I had all four girls, all four daughters, were under the same roof. We oh, picked nice. up my See, one daughter. That's why yours wasn't so shitty. That's why mine was shitty. Oh yeah, your daughter was trapped outside of. Mom she was in Florida. Yeah, my daughter was in Chictawaga. I was three blocks house. away. He did was, he call you? It might as did well you have been thirty miles. We no, you couldn't move. I don't think I've ever seen it snow that hard with the wind blowing that hard. Yeah, hurricane winds. That was yeah. That was crazy. Yeah, thirty-seven and a half hours of it. I told you I walked to my mom's house and that was brutal. Yeah, I went outside twice. I walked outside because Christmas dinner was out in the garage. <laughs> Wait a minute. How did you walk to your mom's house when you couldn't see over the snowbank? <laughs> <laughs> I had snowshoes. I got my snowshoes, but I I walked. You couldn't actually. It was unbelievable because when I did walk there, it wasn't Chris. Was it Christmas Day? I think it was Christmas Day. I walked over there. And they had, as soon as you got to the light on, on what is it, Beatty and, and Lincoln, as soon as you got past Beatty and you got onto Lincoln past the city, it was that all that was plowed. It really? Was, it was absolutely <laughs> plowed. But just walking from my house to that light was just unbelievable. And there was no snow. I mean, it was just all snow. Nothing was touched. I mean, it's amazing the difference mm-hmm. in, between the city and the town and how they handled the snow. I had to walk outside when it was still snowing, when it was still really blowing, too to clear the exhausts for the furnace. And this is the first time I've been outside. Wendy done it three times, and I said, well, I'll go out and do it for you. And I got the official what snow What a nice total. husband. The official snow t- There was eight feet, an eight-foot drift. Oh, yeah. It was, it, one side of my house was grass. The other side of my house where everything was that needed to be cleared out was, it was an eight-foot drift. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? And in the middle of the yard, there's this big drift. And I got out in the middle of the yard, and it's over my waist. So it's like, you know, a foot and a half. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> so almost three feet of snow in the middle of the yard. And the official snow total at that time was, this is fucking stupid. <laughs> I yelled it right out loud. <laughs> so then my- Why do I live here? <laughs> Inches. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So then I had to go out to the garage. My wife took all the girls over to my mom and dad's house, which, you know, it's 150 feet away because all the Christmas presents were there to bring them back to our house. And I said, well, I'll be good for every, I'll be nice to everybody. I'll go out to the garage. I'll get everybody cold drinks because we keep all the soda and stuff out there rather than in the house. So we're less likely to drink it. Mm. But dinner was also waiting in the freezer out there. So I'm walking out to the garage and there's a drift that is armpit, armpit height. In the for middle you. of the fucking yard. <laughs> and I got stuck. And they didn't know I was outside. Oh, you could have died. I was like, I'm going to die here. <laughs> so I was literally rocking back and forth to try to get out of the fucking drift. You would look like Tom Hanks in um, Money Pit. Yeah. You get stuck in the hole. Oh, yeah. Yep. And like, 
I have my phone on me, but it's in my pocket, and my hands are up here, and it's snow to here. So I have to. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I was so pissed. Not as pissed. That as only I was. keeps you warm temporarily, right? And then it freezes really fast. <laughs> but I was super pissed when the plow driver down the street plowed the snow out of his. It was a. a <clears throat> professional plower, by the way, plowing out a customer and plowed it down the street, down Walnut Street, five or six houses and dumped it at the end of my sidewalk. I get that there's a lot of snow, but don't push your snow someplace that somebody's got to clear out. Because now I have it's probably 10 foot high and 15 feet deep of this packed snow. Luckily, the guy around the corner from me had um, one of those metal, I call it a stall shovel. You clear, you know, you scoop out the stalls for the horses. Oh, yeah. One of those shovels. And he had, he bought himself a snowblower to put on the front of his lawn tractor. And he was just, he'd back up and he'd go barreling into it and the snow would go flying. He'd back up again. It took he and Wendy together over an hour to clear that out. <laughs> like, so that plow driver who I've now sent. Thank God for him. Yeah. It must have been exhausting to watch. I did watch. <laughs> I burnt my lip on the hot cocoa. <laughs> That's so funny. I can't, my ba- there's no way that my back would have made it through. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And whatnot. Your back. Yeah. Yeah. Dick. <laughs> How about your Christmas? Same as yours. Just Without getting hunt. stuck in the dr- snow drift. Well, because you, your garage is actually attached to your house, so that helps. Yes. Mine is 80 feet away. Yeah, I waited until the, the blowing had stopped, and I said, thanks a lot. <laughs> and I went out and cleared the driveway. <laughs> Liar. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I went out to clear the driveway, and I couldn't start my snowblower. I'm like, there's gas in it. I can see it in there. It just wasn't enough gas. So I barreled out of my driveway in my 4 by 4 truck. Luckily, I had put it in, in 4 low to get home from work I left on it. Friday. Yeah, and left it there. So that was fun. And I found uh, I hunted for a gas station on Christmas Day. Good luck. <laughs> uh, in a blizzard. In a yeah. blizzard. Well, it was after the blizzard stopped. Did you go to Kenyon's? Kenyon's on Robinson was open. Yeah. So that was good. Because I went to the one on Lincoln. There's a dude digging out a car that's stuck. He's like, they're closed. I'm like, the pumps are on. He's like, no, they're closed. I'm like, okay. So I, so I pumped gas. <laughs> <laughs> no, I went and did the, the cycle around, found that the that Kenyon's was open, drove by the other Kenyon's on my way back home, and there's people fucking <laughs> in the parking lot. I'm like, that motherfucker. <laughs> That's funny. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Um, I felt bad because my I think I thought I was like outsmarting everybody because I figured, you know what? I got my snowblower all prepped and ready. His buddy fixed it. And then I'm like, all right, I'm going to leave it sit outside. Instead of trying to put it all the way in the back shed, I'm going to leave it right here. It's going to be perfect. So I get, if the thing won't start, it's all frozen. It was yeah. so cold. It was frozen. I brought it inside. Once I got it inside, I, it started working and running. So then I get out there to do it. And the thing, the, the auger's moving fast enough just to bring the snow inside and stop it. Oh. So then I, I just waited, and my buddy said, "Don't worry about it," because he had a he's got a Kubota, you know. So he said he was going to come and do it. Well, he didn't Don't worry get about it because three three days later it was fifty six degrees. Fifty six <laughs> degrees, yeah. But he had a uh, but he had his he didn't have a block heater on his Kubota, and he's like, "How could there not be one on there?" I'm like, "Well, you would at least didn't get there. run over by but, his Kubota." Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, like what's his face? Jeremy Renner. Uh, is he better? Yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah, what happened there? I, he jumped out of his snowcat to help somebody who was stuck. And the snow, when you come out of the snowcat, when you leave the seat, it's supposed to shut off. It kept rolling right. and rolled right over him. The tank treads rolled oh. right over him. Yeah. He skidded himself. Yeah. That's bad. So I did see the funniest thing. You mean check off. 
He check off himself. Yep. The guy who played Chekhov in the new Star Trek movie crushed himself. I thought he didn't he play. I don't know anything about new. No, Star didn't Trek he play either. Spock? No, it was Chekhov. It was Chekhov. Did Spock the young, die too? The young Chekhov, the new one. Did Spock die as well or no? No. No. Oh, I got that story all mixed up then. So they did see the funniest thing right after it stopped snowing and a snowplow went through Walnut Street. <clears throat> and the guy across the street from me, the crazy guy who's backed into his house a couple times since he's lived there. I hear this shovel. I'm like, there's no way someone's already fucking shoveling. He's out there, and he's trying to knock down the, uh, the, the plow pile. The plow pile. He gets it down to it's about two and a half feet, maybe three feet tall. And, I mean, it's probably eight feet tall after they went through because they're just throwing snow. Mm-hmm. And then I see him back his vehicle up, and then I see him come running forward. I'm like, what the fuck is he doing? Is he going to Baja out of it? So he gets right up to it, and he come, backs it up again, and he Cuts it down a little more so it's a little bit lower. Then he backs up the truck. He's all the way back to the garage. He comes flying out. <gasps> Hit the thing. Snow's flying. He's in the air. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck is going Yelling. on? Yeah! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was entertaining, I'll tell you that. Good for him. Yep. You got Jesse. a truck, use it. Uncle Jesse came out with the moonshine. <laughs> <laughs> Then a guy you know who lives around the corner from me is actually the guy who helped us dig out. He saw on Facebook that somebody was stuck on Davison. A nurse was stuck on Davison. She couldn't get out. And so he took his truck and went. And they, they didn't plow Autumnvale at all. I don't think at that time they'd even plowed Walnut. It probably took him five minutes to get out of the end of Walnut and Autumnvale. But he went and rescued that girl and then came back. Oh, very nice. Ken Owens the third. Yeah. Yeah. But how was that? Yeah, so that's Ken's son? Yeah. Okay. Yep. He's my neighbor. Great guy. Yeah, very nice. Hell of a mechanic. Yep. Good dude. Can we go to high school with him? Yep. Okay. I, I vaguely remember him. He's a little bit older than us. I think he's Al's age or a year younger. Maybe your age. What? Ken. Ken. Oh, Ken, yeah, not Ken. No one's a junior. They're the no. third. No. But Ken. Yeah. yeah. Ken's my age. Nothing else exciting happened during the whole blizzard then. Nothing I care to share on the podcast. Uh-huh. Well, you were trapped with just you and your wife, so. And my son. Oh. That's a different story. I did all my stuff that I said I was going to do. I got the the water leak fixed. I drilled holes in the concrete, so now when the water comes in, it goes down holes. I threw out a bunch of stuff, so I've been kind of getting things cleaned up. And uh, and that's it, slowly but surely, getting rid of crap. Yeah, so, the sex dungeon is all neat and tidy. Isn't it nice and clean in here now? Makes you, you know, happy to do a podcast down here. Before we walk into the articles, I want to get to the articles today. There is an article on Yahoo about the super possible Super Bowl matchups. They rank all 49 of them. So I want to get your take on this. Okay. The number one ranked, the one that Yahoo Sports wants to see the most is Dallas versus Buffalo. Really? Yes. Dallas? Yeah. Hey, you still have a football team? Yeah. They almost hit the number one seed, but, you know, they sucked Sunday. <laughs> it's terrible. That was an awful game. Number two is Philadelphia against Buffalo. That would be a great game. Hurts versus Allen. It's a great storyline. A.J. Brown versus Stephon Diggs. Huh? It would be good. That Number six is Bengals versus the Cowboys, and their take on it is with arrogance and attitude visible from space. Joe Burrow is the ultimate cowboy fan avatar. Well, outside of the fact that he's actually been to a Super Bowl in this millennium. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, I'm good with the first three because they don't involve Kansas City. So They have where the they have some pretty cool ones on here. That they, they have the Giants-Bills as number 13. The Scott Norwood Bowl is what they call it. No, fuck those guys. This is Yahoo? This is Yahoo. Where was the hell is the one that uh, there was a funniest, it's a pretty funny one in here, and I can't find it now. 
It's Buccaneers, Buffalo's number eight. Oh. I think that would be terrible. Honestly, I think it would be great. Do you really? Yep. For the Bills to beat Tom Brady in the Super Bowl, he says out loud. <laughs> Your taunting fate. <laughs> they have number 18 is Seattle versus Buffalo. We're all waiting to see if Josh Allen can actually throw for 600 yards in a single game, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> The lowest ranked one, number 49, is Seattle versus Baltimore. Can you imagine that? That would be terrible. They have one, too. That, where is it? Yeah, the, that wouldn't. You couldn't sell airtime for that. I don't think so. Then there's number 29 is Philadelphia versus Cincinnati. And their, their take on this, combine the swagger of Joe Burrow and the volume of Philly fans, and you have the most insufferable NFL fan base ever. Oh, people would die. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. People would die at that Super Bowl. <laughs> Where's the Super Bowl this year anyway? Is it Arizona? Arizona. So they can't have the, the game there because the, they'll be prepping for the Super Bowl. Toronto's the only one that makes sense. All right. I agree. Go Argos. <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine that? They gave that as the neutral. There's no way they can. How many dome stadiums are going to be available? I don't know. I mean, and they you know could what? move it to Vegas. Would you do that? Would you do it in Vegas or... I don't, I don't know. Dallas or Houston or Atlanta? I'll tell you this. When Hamlin went down and the Bills were ready to forfeit, mm-hmm. if Cincinnati had said, well, we're ready to play, the Bills would have had to forfeit. Right. The Bengals did the right thing and said, we'll sure. support you. And the league went and out Kansas of their way. Kansas City did not do the right thing by losing. forfeiting their game. Right. But the league fucked the Bengals. Oh, yeah. Because of Coin that. toss? Yeah. Yeah. Jesus. They fucked him hard, man. Like, I think they did it to remind them who's in charge. Well, he's not going to do it to Buffalo. He's not going to. Goodell's from Jamestown. So. Maybe. But he's a Cowboys fan. He's what? Yeah. Uh-huh. He's a Cowboys fan. He can't be a fan. He's a commissioner. When he Before he was commissioner, he was a Cowboys fan. No, next thing you're going to tell me is he places all his bets on FanDuel on the Cowboys. No, Bernie Kosar <laughs> puts it on uh, <laughs> on the Browns. <laughs> That's just the dumbest rule. I don't. He's, under- an, he's, an, he's not involved in the outcome of the game. He is huh. employed by the team. Sure. So that's where the violation comes in. <clears throat> but the way, if you're taking all the money to have every fucking pregame and halftime and postgame show sponsored, sponsored. by yep. DraftKings and Billy Bob's, you know, <laughs> House of Gambling. And it's on every fucking turnstile when you look around the stadium. Pete right. Rose should be in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> <laughs> I've been saying that for years. I, it's bullshit. I, I just just checked the BMO Field calendar, and there's nothing scheduled for February 12th. What's BMO Field? That's where the Argonauts play. No, we want a Rogers Center. Rogers Center is domed. BMO Field is not domed. They're going to do it at the X. The X. In the what? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fuck. Not again. (laughs) Listen to the best of volume 14. (laughs) Alan with a Y did not listen yet. If you got I did not. Oh, Roger Center Zoot. We've got curling that weekend. We're changing the curling ice. (laughs) (laughs) We should go curling. Put pellets down. (laughs) We should go curling one day. That's always fun. Where's Curling? Oh, River. Works right. I think yeah. wherever works, they do it, or right across the right across the country club and uh, what's the right? Is it St. Catharines right across the water? Yeah, 
I can't go to Canada. Why not? I'm just kidding. I can go to Canada. Because you're a criminal? I may be wanted for theft of traffic cones. <laughs> <laughs> They're not quite as big as American cones, though. These ones were. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Before we had the big, tall, skinny ones here, they had them up there. So we stole them. Right. I Comment brought them over and, and then we, we, we stole the configuration in for our own. You brought them over, and then they kind of became an invasive species. That's right. Like black squirrels. <laughs> <laughs> man. Black squirrels are mean, man. I've seen That's one by racist. the Board of Education. Yeah? There's one that lives in a tree over there. So it's not just like a regular squirrel that happens no. to be black? They're invasive, and they'll kill... The regular squirrels? And, yeah. Yeah, the red and grays. I didn't know that. Yep. I was going down to McCollum Farms to pick up my uh, co-op, and it came up... I was going up Vine Street where it bends around... There was a black squirrel just just tearing at a gray squirrel. And they're bigger, too. So, I mean, which is weird because usually there. Canadians is like 70% less. <laughs> so what are you supposed to do if you see him shoot him and kill him? I don't know. Is there a Send rule? Send him back across the Peace Bridge. I don't know if you can do that. Deport the gray, uh, black squirrels, eh? You probably can't. It's more than 25 miles, so you probably can't deport the the squirrels because of the uh, the fleas they have. Might, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't that firewood is 25 miles? 25 miles. Yep. Yeah. It's crazy. That is crazy. Who wants to do articles? Let's do articles. Which one? Go for it. So New York State has banned pets from being sold in pet stores. In all pet stores or just the big box pet stores? We're not supposed to put your pets in a box. Well, as long as you have holes, holes. in it. Yeah, you put holes in it. It's fine. The new law takes effect next year. What about hamsters? <clears throat> Can you put those in your box? Excuse me? I am not Richard Gere. <laughs> <laughs> new York is prohibiting the sale of dogs, cats, and rabbits. So you can still buy a hamster at a box store. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. It's to minimize commercial breeding. Instead of patronizing puppy mills, the new law allows pet stores to partner with animal shelters to offer abandoned or rescued animals. Aren't you a pretty adoption. puppy mill? <laughs> <laughs> is that even going to happen? Oh, yeah. It will. It already has. There's a 32nd state to enact such a law. Holy shamoly. I don't know, because it seems like puppy mills are getting more and more popular, and they're still buying from there, so I don't know how it's going to deter them. So places like the big box one that's out on transit, where the orange yep. monstrosity is, they can sublet their where, they're, where they were selling pets before to like the SBCA, and the SBCA can sell from that store, adopt. Right. They can adopt from that store. Right. So but now the adoption the, fees are going to cost the, the same store. price as a dog. Adoption fees are not going to be a thousand dollars. Yeah, we paid like two hundred fifty bucks for our dog. That's plenty. Was yours an SPCA dog? Yeah, it's my last rescue. Your last rescue? Yeah, never really? again. You buying off the shelf again? Never again. How come? Um, we inherited all kinds of issues, all her animal hatred. That pretty much we we could we can't take her anywhere. Yeah, some dogs just are have to be isolated. That's true. Right. And I want a dog that I can take places and take with us camping mm -hmm. and stuff like that. So I want a puppy that you can groom. What right. if what if one of your kids decides to identify as a dog? That's that a I'm not story. taking them anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've raised them from pups. So. <laughs> and you are the big dog. <laughs> so right. you wouldn't get another rescue? Would you find a breeder? I oh. would. I haven't settled on the type of dog that I would want, 
so I would have to do research. Obviously, I'm I don't want to do like a puppy mill or right. You're, you're gonna get another Jack Russell. Do you want to see the? Never again. Never. You had again. a Jack Russell. We had a Jack Russell. Yeah. Those That's things a are in fucking sane. Yes, they are. They can jump from a standstill straight up. Yes, baby gates are useless against them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and tennis balls do not stop moving. <laughs> it's true. Oh, Jack Russell's man, they are high, yeah. strong, uh, and high maintenance. So get one with brain damage. <laughs> <laughs> That's the problem. <laughs> those are just got a, a text for those, so I might get one of those. It's a pomapoo. There you go. Did you see during the blizzard there were two huskies who got loose in Buffalo and people are throwing fit? I can't believe those poor dogs are outside. Those dogs were having the time of their life. Oh yeah. <laughs> now, now our, our our new dog Lady, she's uh, Lady Pitbull mix. Lady, and she hates the snow. She yeah. she will go outside, take care of business, and she's right back inside. Chuck Norris is half um, great um, Pyrenees. Pyrenees and half lab. He loves it. Yeah. He'll just sit inside the back door and just watch the snow and <laughs> he'll no matter how long it when the snow is deep, he's like a plow. He just <laughs> right through it. He comes in and he's got snow on his back and it's not snowing on him. Like, what the hell are you doing out there? <laughs> My buddy's got a Spanish mastiff that's like that. When the colder it gets, the more he just wants to be outside. Oh yeah. He just goes, sits right in a snow pile and just eight hours. I always wanted he just a sits husky. Out there. Always wanted a husky. Then I found out they're escape artists. They're super high maintenance, yep. and they're spastic when it snows. They're, like they're not good family dogs either. They can be. Well, I mean, any breed can be, but for like, the most part, they're they're they aggressive that, towards kids. That pit bull dogs are terrible for families. No, they are that's, not. That's false. That's well, that's yeah. just the advertising for them. But it's right. actually one of the best dogs out there because they're so loving. Just got and cute. mauled in Louisiana. A six-year-old got mauled and killed by a pit bull. Really? The dog was abused. Oh, I'm, no, I'm not I'm not ma- making an argument that pit bulls are bad dogs. They're, it's how you raise them. Yeah. My dad had, when my sister was born, my dad had a uh, German Shepherd and well-trained, and he knew the breeder, so there wasn't any, you know, it wasn't, like, inbred or anything, and it wasn't super mean. My mom could, she didn't do this, but she could put my baby sister in a bassinet out in the yard and put Sheba, that was the dog's name, mm-hmm. and no one, that dog wouldn't let anyone near that baby. Oh, yeah. And, but it was great with us as kids. Well, my dog is very protective of my wife. Okay. So we've had a few people that get the growly face, and if you get between her and the dog, she will defend my wife. Does that include you? No. Okay. I am the alpha. <laughs> That's right. That's my problem because when I have dogs, I see them as playthings. So I'll play with the dog all the time. Oh, you can play with them. As, yeah, long as, it, as long as for the first year it involves you pinning them down and making eye contact and showing them your teeth. Yeah, and biting their ear. You don't bite them. <laughs> you bite their ear. That's what I did with my pet. When they bite you, you bite them back. No, I didn't. I didn't wait for them to bite me. <laughs> so the dog sees me as a playmate rather than as... Right. As, you as can play with them as long as you win. <laughs> I don't know. We we just adopted a lady a few months ago, really. Right. Yep. And Are you down to two dogs now? Yeah. Okay. And the 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 only time they've ever gotten into a fight that we've witnessed i was going into the room where we keep the dog food we have like a uh tupperware cereal thing and i was filling that with uh kibble 
and they just followed me into the bathroom, and th- th- that was the moment they decided that they, they were too close, and one of you better back off. Uh, and they're in an enclosed they, area, too. Right. That's part of it. Yeah. And they started going at it. And I turn around, and I'm, I'm pinned, so I took off my slipper, and I started beating both of them. You, ever, I, you don't want to get between a, a pit bull and a, and a big dog. It's not a good idea. Yeah. But I, I showed them who the fuck was going to end the discussion, I'll tell you that. I crated her, which she's not crate trained. Oh, boy. So, and she'll just go in there like it's her bed because the gate's always open. Right. But I put her in there and I closed it so that they'd be separated. I put him in another room. Did she howl when the gate was closed on the... No. They knew it was up. No. And I only left her in there long enough to let the steam settle. But, yeah, chasing after a pit bull is kind of scary. The dogs, you don't know her all that well. <laughs> well, you guys are... There's always someone home in your house now, but when you guys were leaving, did you crate the dogs or did you let them run? No, they have oh. free reign. Okay. When, when we had the last two, they were both crate trained, and we would leave them in the kitchen in crates next to each other for the first year. And then after that, we gradually gave them more and more time when we weren't home. And then it was just not at the end, we couldn't get Rocky into crate if you tried. He would literally mangle the thing to get out successfully. Well, we crate Stella for several reasons. One, if there's any food anywhere within eight feet of floor, She's going to eat it. Eight feet? Oh, the yeah. The dog is not going to reach eight feet. Oh, yes, she can. She got on the counter, so. <laughs> what is she climbing on? Is she, she pulling out the lower drawers? <laughs> the cats. No, the cats. <laughs> and that's the other that's reason the other why. Reason. <laughs> yeah. That's the other reason, because the cats fuck her up. Like, I I decided one day that I said, well, I'll just leave her out while I run over to the school and pick up the kid. It came back. There's blood all over the floor. I'm like, what? I have a dead cat. I obviously have a dead cat. Mm-hmm. So I start hunting for the dead cat. And I see both cats. They both look fine. I'm like, where the hell's all this blood from? I go downstairs. She's in her crate, and she's got blood all over her face because she cornered them, and they attacked her. Oh, so they had to show the dog who was boss. Yeah. yeah. They had her outnumbered. Yep. Well, and she thinks they're order. She'll, they beat the fucking piss out of her every time, but she still tries to go after him every single time. Like, are you a fucking moron? <laughs> and what kind of dog is that? It's a pit bull. Stupid. Uh, it's stupid dog. <laughs> Big dumb dog. Pit and boxer. Boxer. Mix. Oh, yeah. yeah. I always wanted a boxer, so Wendy said this is going to yeah, be. She's got a boxer face. Yeah. Her nose is all slanted. Smushed in. <laughs> just like a little cop. brain damage. <laughs> <laughs> the CTE. Yeah. <laughs> I always wanted a boxer. And then, I, again, another dog that's high maintenance. High maintenance. Man. And they go high deaf. Energy. Yep. And they have problems with their feet in the snow. So it's they have right. to wear socks outside when it's snowing. I hadn't heard that. Yeah. I mean, either. Mm. I'm going with Robo Dog. <laughs> the problem with I, I love dogs. The problem with dogs is I'm not trying to deter you from getting one because I think it'd be cool if you got one. The problem with dogs is you have freedom when you don't have a dog. You right. can come and go as you please for the most part. You get a dog. A dog does not fend for itself. If you put yeah. extra food out, it'll eat all the food. Yeah. Right. If I put three days worth of cat food out for the cats, three days later they're finishing up the cat food. Yeah. Right. But the dog will eat it all and then howl and starve and poop everywhere. The only way I'm going to get the dog is I'm going to bring, like, the six-week-old puppy to my mother's house and then see if she wants to co-parent with me. Do you get him on the weekends, then? It's only going to be, you know what? Yeah. (laughs) Shared custody with the dog. I figure it's going to be, you know, like, if I go, but I want her to be able to come and go to my house or have the dog go to her house. So if she wants, that's why I'm looking, because I like bigger dogs when I've had dogs that were bigger dogs. But this one will be a 
ten pound dog maybe. This pop what is it? A pop pama pama poo, papa poo? I don't know what they call it. Just remember the smaller the dog, the higher the energy, the more they bark. Not the pama poo. <laughs> we had a Boston Terror and that thing was insane. Really? Like your Jack Russell. Hmm. And they fart so bad. Yeah. Rich's in laws are Boston Terrier people and I heard stories about wiping their asses and Yeah. Oh. It's a genetically broken dog. My grandmother had Boston Terriers who, the, I think there was something wrong with the dog. Like, it may have had brain damage, but it would lift its leg to pee and pee on its other leg, the leg <laughs> that it's standing on, and then go in the house and lay on the heat register. <laughs> uh. <laughs> what the fuck is that smell? <laughs> Did it not understand why it was lifting its leg? I have no idea. It was just dangling. It dangled yeah. the wrong weight. Probably had a big schlong. <laughs> Pulls way to the left, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> It smelled so bad in the wintertime. <laughs> Filthy animals. Yeah. So speaking of pets, got an article here about uh, deputies reuniting a, a loose family pet pig down in Florida because it was running rampant through the backyards in the Tampa neighborhood. And hey, he, he was told not to call her that just because they're divorced. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he's going to refer to her as pet anymore if he's also referring to her as pig. January 3rd, deputies are called out to Fulmer Drive in Tampa about a loose pig in the area. Uh, two deputies were able to track down the pig, who they later learned was named Princessa. Aww. They picked the pig Giselle? up. What? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this isn't just a one-click website for me anymore. Do I have to just click something else now? Well, if it's not a one-click website, then that sounds like you do have to click something. Why does it do it now? Is it New Year or New Me? What's I don't happening? answer why questions. Why? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we had our three-year-old grandnephew over Saturday and Sunday. Grandnephew? Yeah, he's our nephew's son, so he's a grandnephew. Or great-nephew. Yeah, great-nephew. They great don't have grand. Yeah, Oops, and uh, I said something to him. I mean, unless your family's wired that way. Right. I don't know. My own grunkle. <laughs> <laughs> Who did somebody post it in the Shenanigans Shadow that where I saw it? So he posted that? I am my own grandpa, the song. Oh, that's me. I that never saw me. that before. That was Tom Arnold. That was Tom Arnold. I'd never seen him do that. Me neither. He was uh, it was a young Tom Arnold. Yeah. It was probably like before pre Roseanne. It was, was pre Roseanne. Oh. Back it was actually was, I mean it was a pretty good song, actually. Oh, I've heard the song before. I've never, never heard the song Tom before. Arnold perform it. Yeah, that was the Dr. Demento thing. Oh, was it? Yeah, I didn't know I never saw it. You ever listen to Dr. Demento? Yeah. Fish heads, fish heads. Nerds! <laughs> Rain Wilson. <laughs> he only portrayed oh, yeah. Dr. Demento. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> that movie was fucking phenomenal. I got to rewatch that. So nothing about the pigs. All right, we're done riffing on that. There was also a story about a woman who tried to snake, sneak a snake onto a plane. It was a four-foot boa constrictor that she shoved in her carry-on bag. She shoved where? In her carry-on bag. Because it was dead. Get it? Carry-on bag? Bartholomew. He's a killer whale. The woman claimed the snake was her emotional support animal. So Vinny's not the only one with an emotional support trouser snake. <laughs> <laughs> Except this one was in her suitcase, I guess. No, it was in her carry-on bag, yeah. So they saw it when she, went, she put it through x-ray, and they're like, no. Samuel Jackson works for TSA? Yeah, it would have been awesome. <laughs> I wonder if she was just hiding it so she can sell it somewhere down the road or if she really did own a snake. Because Tampa and Florida, that's always a pretty big area for them to 
steal exotic pecs out of there and right. sell and them on a different market. Are pythons down there naturally, or are they invasive species down They're there? Invasive. Okay. She's but trying to help get them out of Florida. There you go. One at a time. She was doing the whole St. Patrick thing. <laughs> Red. <laughs> Blue. Blue. <laughs> I didn't remember it was a different color. I knew it wasn't green. <laughs> so what do you, what do you guys think of uh, Jeff? What's his name? Fafala. Jeff Ross. Hilarious. He sent some guy to his death, though, recently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was... I didn't make the connection until I read the article. The, what? Jeff Ross is the, the roast master. Right. I know who and he is. He's a broken down piece of shit, he, but he's fucking hilarious. He seems like he'd be a good friend. Agreed. He's he was Bob Saget's best friend. Uh, I don't know if that's true. I mean, now Bob Saget can't deny it, so he definitely was. <laughs> but <laughs> I, I've never seen them doing stuff together. Um, Bob Saget was best friends with a lot of people. Uh, but anyway, so he went to, uh, Jeff Ross went to a county jail to do a roast special, and he actually roasted the inmates. All right. <laughs> and I've seen it. It was, it Brave. was hilarious. Brave. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, he does it just to prove the point that, you know, people are people say all kinds of things during a roast. It's just comedy. And did he do an interpretive dance, let his dad know he was gay? <laughs> <laughs> Wrong, Wrong show. Wrong <laughs> show. Also hilarious. Different reasons. Um, so, yeah. Now, one of the inmates that was roasted is filing an appeal on his death sentence in Texas because Jeff Ross made fun of him. And so that people it on the jury... the jury or the uh, peers for the death penalty? Yeah, it tainted the jury, which... He was like already a, on death row? It sounds like a thing that Jeff Ross would do. No, he wasn't at the time. Oh. But he is now. He was just in jail at that point. Now he's been tried. But he's like, well, there's no way the jury couldn't have been affected by Jeff Ross making fun of me so and the prosecutor actually used the footage during the trial so it's like i i think he's got a valid point here they they, they can at least stay it to life in prison i'm not even sure what the hell he got he killed somebody i think he killed a 69 year old professor and tried to kill his wife she survived he was a high school student when he did it 2011 so yeah he he deserves a ride in jail but oh is that the kid right there Huh. Jeff Ross. I think he would have put an appeal on for anything and try to say I was. That's at, like, true, but he didn't talk about me. Now my feelings are hurt. <laughs> it could have been a number of things. <laughs> you do the crime, you do the time. Period. Especially in Texas, they don't or mess you, around. Or you don't do the time, and they kill you. Yeah, he's not. <laughs> he's in Texas, boy. They don't mess around. Nope. I, I find it suspicious that a Texas jury would give two shits either way. They were going right. to fry this guy anyhow. Yep. Depending on what their quota was that week. But if I could blame Jeff Ross for something, I definitely would try. <laughs> Remember when he had hair? Greg Geraldo was better. <laughs> really? Yeah. I never liked him. He's telling jokes to Jesus now. <laughs> Why couldn't Jeff Ross have stolen his drugs? <laughs> <laughs> or used him as a, a taste tester, you know? Right. Hey, check these drugs for me. Sample my okay. heroin for me. What'd Gerardo do? Did he uh, OD? Uh, yeah. Okay. No. So did you guys watch any Christmas movies over Christmas? I watched Die Hard. <laughs> That's not a Christmas movie. <laughs> I watched Dutch. <laughs> That's, I, I did watch it. I 
was reading about that. I was going to watch it, but it's a Thanksgiving movie. It's not a Christmas movie. Really? Yes. He's bringing the the girlfriend's son home from school for Thanksgiving. Oh. So it, it goes with trains, planes, and automobiles. Okay. I, I watched a movie that. called Santa Claus and His Naughty Little Elves. <laughs> Does that count? <laughs> Were you alone at the time? I was with one other person. Oh. <laughs> was it Lefty? <laughs> I watched Trapped in Paradise. I did, too. I, I did not enjoy it as much as I thought I was going to. Uh, well, you do what you do, and yeah. I do what I do. <laughs> Is that a scallion? <laughs> I don't think he knew what a scallion was. I think that was the joke. A scallion. He's calling everything a scallion. There's not a scallion. Oh, there's scallions in the gravy. No, there's no fucking scallions in gravy. That's not how that works. There could be. There was another thing he kept referencing that over and over again. I can't remember what it was. But yeah, it did not hold up at all. I thought it did. I, I'm thinking a Nick Cage and John Lovitz and Dana Carvey movie has got to be timeless. And it was just, it, it wasn't it wasn't that funny. I thought the writing was bad. Is Dana Carvey really that funny? Yes. The first time I saw that movie, I liked it, but I tried to watch it again. I'm like, no. Yeah. But the first time I saw it, I thought it was funny. I liked it for what it was, but I, I didn't. I tried to watch it again. And I was like, no, I'm done. If, if you're not sure if Dana Carvey's funny, you need to watch Too Funny to Fail. Yeah. That documentary is about the show that Dana Carvey got on- That failed? On ABC. It was but, too funny for television. If it was on Showtime, it'd probably still be running. Really? Yeah. Just go back and look at the, the writer's room, the, the the other people that were on the show. It's just like a who's who. Really? It's crazy. It is. It's phenomenal. Is it on Netflix? Uh, yes. Okay. One of them. If it's not Netflix, it's no, the, the I think documentary. I the last I saw was on Hulu. Okay. Yeah, Too Funny to Fail is, uh, it's, even if you don't really like Dana Carvey that much, it's still a fascinating show to watch. Speaking of Hulu, you know what I have not finished watching yet? Letterkenny. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I, I saw it before you had access to it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm halfway through uh, episode three, and I'm like, eh. I nodded off a lot during. Episode one, I was like, okay, I get it. Eh. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, that dead horse was beaten Soundly, it's wearing off on me. Yeah, I went for Shorzy to make come back a little fresher. Yeah, you think you think they're they're putting too much of the good stuff in his Shorzy and it's Shorzy's hilarious. Letterkenny's like Letterkenny's the, the they're Lost like stuck one. in a rut right Shorzy now. Shorzy makes an appearance. I haven't seen that far yet. Okay, well, I'm letting you know. I'll tell you this: Katie looks much better. She's put a little. She's got a little more curve to her, and I like it. I like mm. that a lot. But Bonnie McMurray. Crazy thin. She looks terrible. Way too thin. Crazy I think fit. she's on drugs. She needs to eat something. And I hate to say it that way because then it goes into body image, whether you're too fat or too skinny, but she she does look very, very thin in that show, you know? Right. Like, I just, like, yeah, you're right. Like, it's almost some, like, you almost got to step in and talk to yeah, her. She's all lips. With her mental health. Right. <laughs> I mean, she was eating potato chips. So there's that. Yeah. Fully dressed potato chips. All dressed. <laughs> yeah, they were all dressed. Yeah, we don't have those here, do we? No. I feel those. Like or the dill I, pickle or the ketchup. Have, once in a while you get the dill pickle. We have the dill, dill pickle, pickle ones. Yep. Ketchup I haven't seen, but I want the everything dressed one. That sounds good. You know what else I tried before was the Old Bay seasoning ones. What are those called? Old Bay. Old Bay, yeah. Is that really what it is? Yep. <laughs> but yeah, I had those. But I like, I think I'm just, I'm stuck on, I like, I like kettle chips. You're stuck that's, on Band-Aids? That's all they should have is kettle chips. Yeah, jalapeno that's kettle it. chips are like, <gasps> those, are, awesome. those are good. Amazing. Yeah. I haven't had Old Bay seasoning. Is it comparable to anything? You've had Old Bay seasoning. I sat next to you while you had Old, old Bay seasoning. I have? 
Yeah. Where, where was it? In that? Baltimore. Old Bay seasoning yeah. spice uh, or the old, actual chip? I don't yeah. remember much about Baltimore. <laughs> <laughs> we, had, we had Old Bay Bloody Were you Mary's at a Dirty Penguins game? Oh, no. We were at a concert. Oh. That Bloody Mary was one of the worst experiences of my life. Really? The second oh, it was time? Terrible. Coming up like or going down? I've never had a good Bloody Mary. Huh. I thought this one was bacon inducted. So I thought, all right, bacon, I, I'm down for that. And no, yeah, I went to a, a, a breakfast place in Pigtown. So. <laughs> Have you guys ever heard? I mean, the food was good. The, the, yeah, the, the restaurant was right. was, had a cool ambiance and stuff. Yeah. But, but every, that's one terrible. of the drinks. Every bartender you talk to them, they always they always either make the best Bloody Marys or the best, best martinis. Mm. That's always, oh, I make the best. And I'm like, oh, some people, I'm just looking. I'm like, I just taste it. It's gross. Have you guys ever martinis heard of martini? vodka made from horseradish? No. They were talking about it during the Sabres game the other day. I'm like, what the hell is well, that? that's why I haven't heard of it. That would clear out your sinuses. You're not kidding. Good. Yeah. Do you think it would have that flavor from that? Or no? I don't know. I wouldn't want to have to throw that up. I mean, I don't know how they can do that. Right. <laughs> My eyes are already water when I pee. I mean, the horseradish fruit is kind of getting pretty extinct right now. So how are they going to use it for potato? Or maybe that's why there's less horseradish now. Because there was like a supply chain issue with horseradish for the last oh couple of years. God. Really? Before I had, COVID, pre-COVID. I had two buckets of it that I was trying to get rid of that I grew in my backyard. Oh, really? Yeah. Holy cow, I would have taken that, grown it right down, throw a little apple cider vinegar in there, throw it on a beef on wick. Yeah. We have millers right here in Lockport. Why are you putting any effort into horseradish? There's no effort to put into horseradish. You just have to grow it once, and it'll grow in your yard forever. <laughs> it's like bamboo. It is. It just yeah. won't go away. It's like the yucca plant in my front yard. I've killed that fucking thing about eight times. I've pounded it with salt. I've ripped out every root that I could find. I've, you know, just completely obliterated the ground with salt and poured water over it so that the salt would just sink into it. It gives it flavor. Yeah. <laughs> is it's there, bigger is, than ever. Is it a sunny spot? Yeah. Okay. I will lend you my solar oven. It's a Fresnel lens okay. that I put in a frame. I, it's going to have to get cleaned. Um, you just bake the ground, and it cooks everything underneath there, and then you're going to have to reseed it, but it kill, it'll kill everything. It's in a spot where you want nothing to grow anyway. Oh, there you go. Th- this will do it. Why don't you just take that yucca root and bake it, put a little salt and pepper on it, and butter, call it a day. I don't think so. I don't know. And then throw it in the garbage. They're delicious. <laughs> Have you ever not, you've never had them? No. Coconut oil. <laughs> They're good. Or As you can tell by the name. Or you could just grow it and then return it to Tops and say, hey, I don't want this anymore, and then get the, the value for that over there. Say, I don't have a receipt, but just give me my, my uh, thing for $17, <laughs> my $17 credit. <laughs> so this guy in Thailand is on a road trip with his wife, stops to take a piss. It just sounds like a joke's about starting. Gets back in the car. She She's asleep in the back, so he just gets back in, doesn't disturb her, starts driving. Finds out 100 miles down the road, he left her behind. She got out to take a piss, too. And so she's stuck there in the middle of the oh, night. They went in the same bathroom. It wasn't a bathroom. There, He stopped in the woods. Oh. So she had to walk 10 miles in the dark, empty-handed, to find some place to call but she couldn't remember her husband's cell phone number. <laughs> the whole story sounds shifty. <laughs> well, it's in Thailand, so it's definitely shifty. Yeah. So he has to drive 100 miles back to go pick her back up. 88. She made it 12 miles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't mean it was in the same. And never mind. All right, fine. 88, sure. Do you think he'd want to pick her up at that point, though? Because she's probably going to well, be pretty bad. she's 100 miles to count yeah, down. Yeah. You, you <laughs> Yeah, just get a new Who one loves you more, point. your dog or your wife? Put them both in the trunk for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> and she was so happy to see you when you opened that trunk. 
you're only going to get to try that once. Yeah. <laughs> Goes back to that unconditional love thing. Chris Rock nailed it. <laughs> Guns aren't the problems. Bullets are the problems. Start charging $5,000 for a bullet and then see what happens. <laughs> have, you not seen, have you not seen The Office? We're not supposed to quote Chris Rock. We're middle-aged white men. <laughs> oh, sorry. I can't help it. I've been watching... What do you want, a cookie? It's <laughs> a reason to throw an old man down the stairs. You just don't do it. <laughs> Yours was almost border on Chris Tucker. Man! <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's all you get. <laughs> he was funny. He they won't. He but he's done. He's back in Atlanta. In the, you know, he doesn't want to do those movies anymore. Didn't he find Jesus or found something? Found Jesus doing stuff. But then they did want him to do. I think probably Rush Hour Three or something like that. <gasps> and uh, he didn't want to do it. And he was like, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. And then they just threw some obscene money at him. And he's like, All right, I'll do it. Like you can't, <laughs> you can't say no to that kind of money. Donate it to the church. <laughs> <laughs> Now, I know you don't take communion. I know this. <laughs> but I'm going to give you holy praise today because it's Sunday. Who's the, who's the <laughs> black guy on Mad TV? And it's a good comedian, but he does a lot of voice stuff. He just he does Tony Soprano. Phil, um, no. Darius, they, they, something along those lines. You know, you have the internet there in your hand, for the record. Yeah, but what do I look? Bobby Lee. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Funny black guy who does. <laughs> that's how I'm doing it. Funny black guy. Google just comes back with, that's racist. Mm. That does. Tony Soprano. Let me see. I don't think I've ever seen that Tony Soprano impression. It's, it was so spot on. All right. I'll find it. Orlando Jones? No. He's famous. Isn't it Darius something or other? Are you thinking of Is it Darius Matt Rucker? No. Was it Mad TV? I always thought it was Phil Lamar. No. Phil Lamar, he was the guy who did like the UPS, UPS man, right? Yeah, yeah, he was hilarious as a UPS guy. <laughs> yeah, that's not it. Let's still, my favorite is still, uh, hey, Stuart. <laughs> Stuart. <laughs> I never liked that one. I thought that was irritating. Oh, he was hilarious. His mom. <laughs> Look what I can do. <laughs> <laughs> mom says that a boys who wipe their bed will never feel the... Poor man of Jesus. Something like that. <laughs> oh, I caught the weirdest movie. It's called Mr. Nobody. Mr. I Nobody. I haven't finished watching it. It's on Pluto TV, and it was just flipping channels. And I th I th vaguely remember it having something to do with um, Drew Carey, or uh, Jim Carey. And I think Jim Carey plays the old guy in the movie. Isn't that with Jared Leto? Uh, I don't remember seeing Jared Leto in it. With short hair? Aries, Aries Spears. Oh, Aerie Spears. I sent it to you guys in the chat. Isn't that the guy from Ellen? No. It's Aerie Gross. Never mind. But yeah, this movie's really fucking weird. I'm gonna, I gotta rewatch it from the beginning because I caught it in the middle, but it jumps timelines and stuff. That's why I don't watch a lot of new TV because I have to sit and watch it. When I put TV on, I'm just kind of mindlessly just not paying attention and putzing around. But if I have to like sit down and watch something, I do what you do. I start watching it, then my mind wanders because I get up and I start doing something else. I'm like, oh crap! I gotta watch this whole thing all over again now. Yeah, you got you got the odd hut. That's right, the odd hut. I tried watching HD. television today while I was working on my book, and I didn't get any. The book you were reading or the book you were book writing? I'm writing the one he was coloring. Yeah, that's what. I was, that's more appropriate. And my wife goes, "What are you doing?" Because it's not like an awful lot of clicking I and not a lot of typing. <laughs> I connected the dots. I circled all the words. <laughs> that's not a search word. <laughs> yeah, you've been writing this novel. Is it the novel it's you're working a novel. on or a different no. book? 
a research book about the uh, memoirs in the Lockport area or a different yeah. one. Yeah. So I'm putting. It's I have, just all work and no. He's got like he thirty years of writing into boy. this thing. I have, I have thirteen hundred photos, and they just are all in a file. So I started organizing them by closest decade I could figure out that some of them are because some of them are undated. So I had to figure out, and I'm trying to put down what they. And my wife goes, "Well, you didn't." It sounded like a lot of clicking going on, not a lot of typing. I said, "I'm just trying to get them all organized so I can add them to the finished manuscript now." Oh, nice. But I'm not putting 1,300 pictures in there, but I have to sort through to find out which ones are the best ones. Meanwhile, he's closing all the porn windows real yeah. fast because he's coming back in the room. No, I don't close them. <laughs> hey, check this one out. <laughs> exactly. Good for you. My Blu-ray doesn't, my robo-chicks does, do not, does not get destroyed. <laughs> Speaking of sex dolls, I can't believe you brought this week of sex dolls back for 2023. Two. There's two articles here. One's just called Sex Doll. <laughs> you have to press the button for something to happen. <clears throat> anyway, South Korea lifts its ban on imported sex dolls. So before, the sex doll had to be within 25 miles of manufacture in order not to spread any diseases <laughs> throughout Thailand. <laughs> Don't worry about Japanese beetles and whatnot. Right. Well, there's whatnot going on. <laughs> I have two dolls. <laughs> South Korea has formally lifted a ban on the import of full-body sex dolls, ending years of debate over how much the government can interfere in private life. Although there are no laws or regulations banning the import of sex dolls, hundreds and perhaps thousands have been seized by customs, which cited a clause in the law that bans the import of goods that harm the country's beautiful traditions and public moral. Hear, hear. Importers complained and took their case to the courts most of which agreed with them and ordered customs to release the sex dolls, saying they're used in people's private spaces and don't undermine... But leave the handcuffs on them. (laughs) 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 And bring them back to the... To the uh, holding center from home. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Look what I got to work today. (laughs) On Monday, the Korea Customs Service said in a statement that it began enforcing a revised guideline for the import of life-size adult sex dolls. It will still ban the imported childlike sex dolls, uh, which <laughs> a good idea, very good yeah. idea. We thought our people's rights to seek happiness and use sex dolls in their private lives have been restricted by the state. Oh, yeah, they're all fighting for it. Meanwhile, in the United States, we're going backwards from that because now we're going to require you to have a special state identification in order to access porn on the Internet in some states. I thought you meant they were going to make us have sex with humans <laughs> and not dolls. Scary. Yeah. You mean I, I have to actually have with relations with a woman? That porn law can't possibly stand under the First Amendment. It can't possibly stand under the First Amendment, but the states where it's leading are... But you know what gets weird with it, though? Like, everybody goes through and like the, the, there's like a whole shift now in everything. Because if you go on one of those sites, all of a sudden it's like stepbrother, stepsister, stepmom. Yeah. Like, that's all it is now. Like, they're trying to still ruin, like, just completely destroy families. So if you, the, to encourage that, I think. But, yeah, I mean, they just keep going and adding this stuff. I'm like, man, what's, just, what's ever wrong with just like a there's pretty phases. neighbor? You know? <laughs> there's phases in the porn industry, apparently. Now it's stepmoms or step siblings or whatever. Yeah, I think that's crazy. It's super popular. I you know, I miss the plumbers and the, and the yard workers. That's all. Or stuck in an elevator. Well, like what else that? are you going to do when you're stuck in an elevator? Or the girl who's trying to get out of the speeding ticket, I mean. Or the dryer. Well, that's a, <laughs> I've seen that. stuck. How are you stuck in the dryer? Yeah. <laughs> 
It's just, yeah, like it's just, I was never a big frequenter of those things, you know, but since I've been on this with you guys, I'm like, let me see what these guys got going on. And it is, it's, I, you go on a site and it's just, does, does Matt send you recommendations? No. No, because that's not my, that was never ever my thing, you know, but it is, it's just, you're, you're, you go to it now and it's like, man, what the, I think when I started looking at when you first started talking about Pornhub, how they lost like a 10 million videos or something like yeah. that, they cleaned house and now, they're different. I don't know if they're different or not, but that's what I'm looking at. I was like, all this stuff is stepbrother, stepsister, stepmother, stepdad. <laughs> like, there's just, I don't know. I just think that's just weird. I think that's crazy. I agree. It's all weird anyway, but if you're going to look at something like that, if you're on Pornhub, I don't know if it's just me. It seems like all the, the actors and actresses are getting younger and younger, which is... No, you're getting older and older. I don't want... They it, stay it, the same age. It makes <laughs> it less likely that I, I'm going to want to watch that anyway. Because now even MILF porn, like, the, the MILF yeah, porn, you she's need, 35. You got to get into the GILF. You're getting good GILF. Good GILF. Grand MILF. <laughs> <laughs> and even then, you're only barely hitting 60. <laughs> We got to look on verified profile. That's the secret. I don't even. That's the true homemade. I don't even spend too much too long on there. It's all terrible and it's redundant, and all the videos are three and a half minutes long. That makes no sense to me. (laughs) (laughs) I've never made it through one. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) So I just stumbled on an article I didn't post. The. There's a satellite that's supposed to fall out of the sky this year. It already weekend. did. Oh, yeah. It did? Mm-hmm. Where'd it land? The ocean. Which ocean? I don't know. The remember. wet one. <laughs> Do you think it was the Pacific? I got a one in seven chance, so I'm going to say the Indian. Did it, did it land on the brown oh. part or on the blue part? <laughs> <laughs> Let's Google that. Where? Yeah, where did it land? I don't remember. It was in an ocean. Okay. It did not hit anyone in I'm going to say Pacific. Dude, I can't. So I went on to this next sextile article that you posted. I bet you did. <laughs> and that sextile looks pretty real. I was thinking that. It's uncanny. Yeah, that one is, that's a little frightening. She's not surprised. She's got a nice smile. But she is wearing a pearl necklace. <laughs> <laughs> that's not a pearl necklace. That's factory original. She wore North Pacific necklace. Ocean, I think, is where it landed. So, in the, what was that? Remember the guy's name from Russia who married his sextile and then Divorced her to marry a chicken sex doll. I think she was, broke. Yeah. She broke. Yeah, she went <laughs> around the room. Yeah, I, th- I think it was Bob. Maluga, luga, luga, After luga. a devastating breakup and years without luga. physical intimacy, Rod, not his real name. <laughs> oh, shit. Why would that be the fake name you use? Right. <laughs> Why can't you go with a good old-fashioned name like Brick Doll Banger? Or Dick. Just call him Dick. What was uh, his name on, uh, who am I thinking of? George Costanza. Didn't he have a porn name? Buck Naked. Buck Naked. That's what it was. (laughs) After a devastating breakup and years without physical intimacy, Rod made the bold move to purchase a $2,000 sextile named Karina. Out of the South Korean (laughs) holding centers. The Aussie carpenter from rural New South Wales had been left frozen in a state of loneliness in 2021 when he ordered Karina online after searching for sexual stimulation tools. Having z- Despite having zero knowledge about sex dolls, the 54-year-old said Karina changed his life in many ways and finally gave him something to care for. He's 54. I know. He looks way older than that. He's not just lying about his name, I got to tell you that right now. 
Slowly, my heart opened up, and I was distracted from my grief of losing my ex-fiance that wouldn't go away by itself. Well, there's side boob. Only two months after purchasing Karina. Ooh, side plastic. Rod made the big decision. It's like it's from California. <laughs> I got news for you. This thing's p- pretty. He made the big decision to introduce his sex doll oh, to boy. his mom for Christmas. Uh-oh. Oh, boy. And now she won't give her back. The 85... <laughs> oh, my goodness. The 85-year-old was shocked, but after some encouragement, Rod's mom was picking out jewelry and clothes for Karina. In the end, she warmed up. Although, yeah, otherwise, it's uncomfortable. <laughs> it's still uncomfortable. <laughs> it She's just playing along till he leaves. It was like a long-lost daughter. She really got into it. Oh, boy. The tradie bought another sex doll named Lauren for a discounted price of $2,000, who Rod describes as a daydreamer and Karina's sister. Hope not like biological sisters, because that would be weird. (laughs) Sister wife. (laughs) Yeah, sister wives. While the couple are now happily engaged, the tradie complains there were tense moments when Jenny discovered Lauren and Karina. Who the fuck is Jenny? The ex, uh, is that the ex-fiance? Oh, he also started a long-distance relationship with a woman named Jenny. Nah, it's not her name. She's from Vietnam. Vietnam. Yeah, that's her name. Yeah. Jenny. 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 <laughs> he got her name by the inspected by sticker in this one's <laughs> pocket. <laughs> this is my girlfriend, 74. Jenny, yeah. they're shipping you from Vietnam. <laughs> <laughs> And Rod you were, said, "Where you were preassembled, right?" <laughs> Rod said, "His dolls keep him company when he can't be with Jenny. He uses his spare time to bathe, dress, pamper, and photograph them. Since purchasing the dolls, Rod has taken an interest in photography and manages an Instagram account dedicated to Karina's modeling shots." Uh, uh. The guy will make it creeps. He'll make a gazillion dollars. Despite Rod's friends and family thinking his dolls are strange, Trady claims his dolls have a positive influence on his life. Um, yeah. One of the comments this woman wrote, she did a lot of research on him, and she was okay with it. She's like, I was researched because I was curious. I'm a straight girl, but I wanted to go through and look at this, and her end of it is like, what are you supposed to do, just die lonely? She's like, I'm all for it. So she's supporting this guy. It was like a stopgap measure between real-life loving I guess, maybe. Yeah. Well, I mean, somebody even wrote on here, too, and it makes sense. So, like, regular relationships are just so bad now. Why are they so bad now? Well, they see a lot of people, it's, you know, it's a bad omen for human relationships. No one has and they're people more, skills. Nobody has people skills. And it's a, it's a, you live in, a, in an arena now where everything is just disposable, so you live in a disposable economy. So relationships are so problematic that eventually you just go through and that's it. You just you get sick of somebody and you're like, all right, I want a divorce. And you got men and women who both have worked hard their whole lives are afraid to lose everything they worked for because they got married and nine months later they decide it's not going to work and you got to give up a, a ton of money or pay any kind of spousal support. So it is scary. That's kind of part of the arena I'm in, but the only thing with me is I, I don't have any money. But if I did... He'd have a sex doll named Jenny. <laughs> I mean, just to play devil's advocate... Okay, they never argue, right? They 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 never don't want to do what you want to do. I can see why somebody would fall into this as an alternative because. And if you're the one that gives 100 percent in a relationship, then what's the difference? Well, you know, it's not a real person. That's the difference. That's well, yeah, but you're not going to get anything back from a real person. So if you're not getting anything back from a real person, you get a little aggravated, saying it's it's me, it's me, it's me. I'm always the one doing everything. Buying a sex doll right now. 
I can. I need to borrow. What are you gonna name him? Nineteen hundred dollars. <laughs> Buck. <laughs> Sorry, Al. <laughs> and not the one from uh, Seinfeld, uh, Mr. Florida. <laughs> In case he listens for your uncle. I don't. I don't know. I don't get it. I don't. I think it's peculiar, but it is. Yes, people have no people skills anymore. You talk about not arguing. Honestly, in a relationship, how often do you actually argue? And I think arguments are healthy, but they can be. They got to be. Disagreements can be healthy, but yes. arguments, you know, are, there may be disagreements, it but there's on a how lot you of, argue. There's a right way right. to argue and there's a wrong way to argue. You right. can't just go through and belittle somebody and just totally castrate them, you know, or her, whatever you want to call it, just to win an argument. Well, there are people who are just dicks and they can't get along with anybody. Right. And this lets them pretend that they have a partner that yeah. won't argue with them. Yeah. And they get to drive in the carpool lane. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and look at the guy. He's, got, he's productive now. He's, he's, he's going shopping for her. He's getting her into modeling, and he's taking the pictures. I mean, the guy's staying busy. He could be at home moping. Right. That's why I'm trying to learn the guitar. You spelled mopping <laughs> wrong. <laughs> <laughs> that joke to you by, brought to you by the, Walden. The doll comes with a special spray bottle <laughs> oh, for rinsing. <laughs> We've all seen Office Space. Yeah. Yes. This is my thing. Somebody actually tried to do the thing where instead of rounding off the thousandth of a penny, they gets put into your account. Somebody actually tried to pull that off. Ooh, feels good to be a gangster. <laughs> oh, and apparently this is now behind a paywall, fuckers. Yeah, it's behind a paywall for me too. Well, give us a brief synopsis. Uh, a Seattle man was arrested. And charged with stealing $302,279. And one-eighth of a cent. <laughs> and a scheme lifted directly from the hit film Office Space. I remember that from uh, Superman. Right. That's actually where they referenced where that they in that Office from, Space, yeah. too. Okay. Michael Bolton. Yeah. Got it. Got it on another. Tacoma, Washington. That's where my brother lives. Are we, which one Maybe are we under? Are we under that you're doing it I wrong? have. A former software engineer for the e-commerce site Zulily yes. edited code to divert shipping fees to a personal account and manipulate product prices, stealing about $260,000 in electronic payments and more than $40,000 in merchandise. He was charged on December 20th with two counts of theft and one count of identity theft and is scheduled to be arraigned. One count of stupid. On January 26th in King County Superior Court in Seattle. According to the police report, a document found on Mr. K... Work laptop referred to the scheme as Office Space Project. He named his scheme to steal from Zulily after the movie. The office in the movie, office workers retaliate against corporate downsizing and their terrible bosses by introducing a computer virus into their company's banking system to embezzle small sums of money. Hmm. Who is John Galt? You don't have to know that. That was just me throwing it in there. According to court documents, Mr. Herbrunia stole $110,000 by diverting shipping fees from some customers to an account he controlled on the payment processing site Stripe. He wrote a replacement code after an investigation was begun that double-charged some customers for shipping and routed an additional $151,000 in fees to his account. He discovered, they discovered more than... <laughs> he forgot to turn the first one off before he set up the second one. <laughs> That's stupid. <laughs> it's always some mundane detail. He admitted to the police he had edited the code, but that it was part of a testing process. 
He also admitted to using the associated Stripe account to divert the shipping fees and told the police the money was gone and had been invested in the stock market, particularly in GameStop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so they can say he lost everything? Yeah. So he's got all that just sitting in safe somewhere. So when he goes to jail, he can get out and have that money. Right. And it's immediately offshore. moved to Switzerland. Yeah. He was arrested on July 21st and held on $999,999 bail. They couldn't give him a million-dollar bail. It's up to, but not including a million dollars, so they gave him the highest bail they could give him. Like he murdered someone. Right. Jail records. Oh, you hurt hurt a corporation. You get the highest possible bail. Yeah. He stole a bunch of money. So what? So he's got a bunch of money. He only needs ten percent. He only needed ninety. He only needed hundred thousand. He stole that on his second go round. That's dumb. So I the, think it makes sense. The, but what but I'm saying was, is, laws, was, laws protect corporations more than they protect private. Right. Citizens. No, it's but, not about the corporations. It's about crippling him from escaping, from making a run for it. Yeah, and he was stealing from. He was double charging shipping costs to the customers. Okay. So you buy your sex doll. It's nineteen ninety five for the shipping. All of a sudden, it's thirty eight. 90 for the shipping because he doubled the And who are you going to complain to? You're buying something illegal. It's like kicking in the door at a drug dealer's house. No, it's legal in South Korea now. Oh, yeah. That is true. Okay. I shipped there first and repackaged. So it's not not office space. No, he's ripping off the customers, not the corporation. But he did refer to it as his office space project. He's not doing it right. (laughs) Yeah, he is not doing it right, Ben. He got caught, so he's definitely not doing it right. Yeah, dear, just direct, like an office, space. right? <laughs> well, if if, if the he was legitimately and and the corporation had to repay those those additional fees, then that would be one thing, right? But I think if he was doing it that way and actually, yeah, skimming a little bit, so taking fifty cents from the shipping charge and giving it to himself and taking fifty cents off of the Zulily bill, they don't realize that they're that they're that their money's going someplace, so the customer still pays the same, right? So Zulily would be the only one. That's why I was checking my bit. credit card. Statements for those ninety-nine cent and one dollar charges. Charges, yeah. And I question them all. Like, why is this? Not that it happens very often, but once in a while, after you've made an internet purchase, sometimes you'll see one of those ninety-nine cent things. Oh, see, I don't do any internet purchases. How are you going to get your sex doll? Huh? The old-fashioned way. He's going to whittle yeah. his Facebook own marketplace. The old-fashioned way. <laughs> I'm going to make mind. sure he puts the lotion on. <laughs> He's got the hookup at the Amish market down on 104. <laughs> Ye old sex doll. Ye old sex doll. Oh, you know what? I did have an internet purchase today. It's actually a sheep. <laughs> oh, my God. That's not technology. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know what the first thing she said to me? You. Bah. <laughs> guys are gross. That she was your stepsister. <laughs> you can find it on the incognito web. <laughs> Bunch of crazy people. <laughs> but hey, I wanted—I got to document this uh, this this thing that happened today because I did have a purchase uh, this afternoon. I have a—I uh, am incorporated now. Nice. I'm the president and CEO. I don't even know if I have any of that titles or not. I just went through and I got the corporation. I did uh, Brachetto's Food LLC. Nice. So just in case things happen. And I didn't get all my approvals back yet, but I was doing, uh, when he tried to like, manifest good things. So I'm like, well, I guess I'll spend the money on getting the corporation in line just because uh, maybe 
things will good happen and things will be good. You know, one of those dream boards. And yeah, that's coated it. Coated with blue cheese. Get it and go. Yeah, get it. You need blue cheese and a corporation. I'm like, all right, I'm two for two right now. <laughs> I should have put some money on that board, maybe. <laughs> but we'll see what happens. You found ten bucks. <laughs> I found ten dollars today. There too. you go. That's right. I was cleaning off my desk and found it in a receipt that I was going to throw out. It's all coming around, man. Good things, things happen. Are, and I got a scratcher that had thirty dollars in it. Was that one I got you for your birthday? I could have been. Is <laughs> it a ten dollar one? Not if he owes you ten percent. I don't remember. I used the money <clears throat> that I got off the scratchers you gave me for my birthday, turned it in today, and bought tickets for the big thing tomorrow night. Reinvesting. What's yeah. going on tomorrow night? One point one billion dollars. Oh, that's another one. They got another one of those. Yeah, that's crazy. You have a better chance of getting hit and struck by lightning on the way to buy lottery tickets than you do it to was, actual get lottery tickets. <laughs> it was free money. Is it? Yeah, because it came from him. Yeah, but once it's in your pocket, it's not free anymore. It never made it to my pocket because I took it to right to the right to the store and said, "Transfer this to this machine." Hello, I would like to trade this winning lottery ticket for, for a non-losing. Can we make a deal right now on the air then? So if everybody wins, if we if we win like a billion dollars, we're gonna uh, spread the wealth and give each other. Uh, what do you think? Two, I, three million a piece. I promise that when I win the lottery, none of you will know about it. All right. <laughs> Is Rich coming tonight? <laughs> there will be no there won't even be signs. If we win one point one billion dollars, so we get half a million half a billion dollars after taxes, you'll know because none of the stuff will be here and we'll be going to a professional studio. Oh nice. Yeah. And we'll have Gronk on. Are we gonna be are we gonna, <laughs> will we be getting paid for doing this the podcast then afterwards? No, he's going to replace us with better people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there goes that history of the 300 episodes. They'll be gone in the trash. Well, well the Garbage. new guys are recording the podcast. We'll be in the next room mocking them. Yeah. <laughs> you suck. <laughs> oh, that was kind of funny. <laughs> Walden's Trump is way better than that. <laughs> It should be you should do like a survival of like a like a hunter a hunter Hunger Games type deal. There you go. Get like a dozen people and Wait, whoever sucks. We're already the Hunger Games because we're fat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hungry. All right, two more. You just said two more. To be I clear. lied. So he doesn't want to come here, but he doesn't want to leave. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to stay here, but you can't go home. Flipped it right there. I seen that. See what I did. See what I did? Yeah, yeah. See what I did? Okay. It's creeping me out a little bit, actually. Sorry. I'd appreciate it if you'd stop. My apology. Nothing. Articles. Read the articles. Read the motherfucking articles. Do you feel better now? You got that out of your system? I'm ready to go home, man. I'm tired. You need a biatch. You then. started this. I have a hot wife. This is your home. fault. All of this is your fault. No, we. I already tried to push us to the Canada watch. <laughs> Premature again. And he's Craig. <laughs> So after receiving an emergency call, a dispatcher described the scene to responding officers as a male standing outside. He is naked. He has a robe covering part of his body. He is exposing himself, and he has a hose between his legs. Officers arrived at the Shepherdsville home to find a mannequin in the yard that looked like Cousin Eddie from National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. <laughs> it was oh, this is why you asked if we watched Christmas movies 45 minutes ago. <laughs> We, we are definitely doing this article. <laughs> it was decorated with a robe, a hat, a cigar, and a beer. It was holding what appeared to be an orange hose. Homeowner Joni Keeney said she decided to put up the display. She. this I can't believe that a woman decided to do this of her own volition. This I feel like 
a man put her up to this. Her husband, her brother, something like that. That's sexist. I can live with that. Is that a female mannequin? The face has very female-like features. It's I Karina, don't know. the sex doll. I don't know, but Craig you wants can't to call fuck them it. mannequins anymore. <laughs> They're not humans. Peep, people akins. People akins. Mannequins. Yeah, that was a good movie. It was. Do you a great think movie. that would stand the test of time? The movie yeah. Mannequin, because I really liked that. I didn't think it was a good movie at the time. You know I what? Liked it I at think the time. I think we can say that it will stand the test of time because nothing will stop us now from saying that. <laughs> That was a theme song. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> that oh my god! <laughs> you were clearly listening to ho- recordings of Howie this weekend. I can tell. I know. <laughs> Whatever. You've got you've got to tell him that you told that no. joke to us. <laughs> no, no, do it. Why? Do it. Homeowner Joni Keeley said she decided to put up the display for from her favorite Christmas movie to have some fun. Everybody has a cousin Eddie in their family. Everybody. But is it a Christmas movie? Yeah. And it's if you don't know who Christmas the cousin movie. Eddie is, it's you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I do have an RV. Almost. Almost. Have you ever have you ever dumped it in your own sewer line? No. Have you I ever have dumped dum- it into a bucket and poured it down the toilet. How desperate were you that you had to do that? When we first got it. You were testing. Oh, you it. just didn't know better? He was learning. <laughs> I know dad showed you how. Your dad was a camper too? No, we had a camper when we were kids. We both had to learn how to do it. Oh. Don't you remember hauling the blue tote down the yeah. down the road down camp? Yeah. That's why I go to full hookup places now. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I don't need a blue tote. <laughs> they have them now where you can tow them behind your truck. Those were too. You just had to go real slow. Yeah, I just had a piece of rope. Yeah. That was enough. You just had to drive real slow because the wheels were small. Anyway, that was, I thought, fucking hysterical. Uh, Did the, other the police one, arrest the neighbor who called the cops? No, they, they just took a picture and left. Okay. It's like when people call and complain that the kids are playing football on the street and the cops come play football for a little while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And say, fuck you for calling. <laughs> um, in other news, a couple hate Last Christmas by Wham! so much. They're raising money to buy the song rights to take the tune off the air forever. Uh, Where do I donate? <laughs> Thomas Mazzetti and his wife Hannah have already raised a whopping 51,000 British pounds to try and banish the song from the history books. Hannah said her hatred for the tune started 13 years ago when she worked in a cafe where the boss played the song on repeat. And last Christmas, she was... See, that's what they do at Guant- Guantanamo Bay. Play that song on repeat. Yeah, they at least have the decency to use Britney Spears, though. Oh my god! Oops, <laughs> I did it again. Okay, my pants. Uh, she was talking to friends about how much she disliked it still, and how much she'd pay to never hear it again. Inspiring this year's online fundraiser. So far, three hundred and seventy, three hundred twenty-seven people have pledged to get rid of the song for good. But the couple from Sweden have a mammoth task ahead of them for the rights to the song, currently owned by. Warner Chapel Music UK are valued between $15 million and $25 million. Hannah said, I was studying English and worked extra to pay the bills, and the owner of the cafe had planned a super cozy holiday season, made his own CD with a number of hits on it. He was only in now and then, so he didn't fully appreciate the agony the rest of us had felt when last Christmas played for the 11th time of the working day. They have three kids. They're also on board with it. They've set a goal of $15 million, which will hot. take them to the next she stage is. of negotiation. She looks young for having three kids. Would she still look hot as a sex doll? 
She is a sex doll. <laughs> I'll tell you one thing. I'd be afraid to give her my heart. Because <laughs> the very next day, she didn't yeah, give it yeah. away. <laughs> and now, now we can move on. <laughs> that's, that's it? That was it. I, got I just wanted to give you guys a chance to riff on that. <laughs> You've done that now. We can move on. So, Rich, what's happening in Canada this week? Cue the music. Or else, motherfucker. <laughs> Woo, 2023. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Canada Watch. Your listening pleasure is Canada Watch. Smell like pine trees in moose piss. <laughs> Canada Watch. Your furry hat matches your furry underpants. <laughs> <laughs> it's a design flaw or you need a trim? Canada Watch. <laughs> <laughs> Do you smell like beaver dams and old toes? Canada Watch. <laughs> your uncle looks suspiciously like an elk. Canada Watch. <laughs> sure does get lonely up there in the Yukon. Canada Watch. <laughs> <laughs> We have the polar bears and the milk in the bag, y'all. Canada Watch. Hey, Gord. <laughs> we still like you, though. Canada Watch. In Canada this week, Windsor police have arrested a Leamington man after they allege he broke into a downtown business twice in three weeks to steal butter tarts. Please say the She's got great tarts. The <laughs> What's a butter tart? Is that like a pastry or is that a candy? Uh, like a, uh, it looks to me like a pecan pie. Oh, okay. Police say 47-year-old Thomas was arrested after breaking enters to a business on the 100 block of University Avenue. It's the second time in the last three weeks that we've arrested Thomas for breaking into this location. That if you watch the video, they go into it. They should probably test the tarts. <laughs> How are you not going to have a picture of the tart in the article? That's just crazy. It looks like the article's cut off and there's nothing else happening there. It's I picked the one that had the shortest version. Okay. You're welcome. But if you if you watch the, the news coverage of it, this has cost the, the store owners like thirty, $40,000. He's smashing to, out windows? He's smashing stuff? out the window to get in the store, and then Jeez. all he steals is the tarts. Just put a couple outside the door. Yeah. Or... Get can, a dog. Can any of our friends dog. in Windsor actually send us a butter tart so we can actually try it? Just so we can uh, see how it is and see if maybe it's worth stealing? Maybe There's got to be crack in them. Yeah, maybe there's something in there. Like Tim Horton's coffee. <laughs> well, the guy's clearly nuts. In other news... You used to think he was crazy? What? You used to think he was crazy, but <laughs> now you can see his nuts. Bring-chang. <laughs> <laughs> like, how, how would we be able to see his nuts? I don't understand that reference at all. Move on. Okay. They laughed. <laughs> You're a dick. <laughs> <laughs> well, the context didn't make any sense. Just saying. I was stealing Alan's things where I just give the punchline. <laughs> <laughs> Thursday. <laughs> See, but you got to just do it and then just not even say anything. So if they don't acknowledge it, it's just in there. It's just when you're listening to it, it's just funny. <laughs> In other news, a prison union spokesman says a pigeon carrying a miniature backpack filled with drugs was captured last week at a British Columbia correctional institution. Uh, the president of the Union of Canadian Corrections Officers said the president the bird was apprehended at Pacific Institution at Abbotsford. 
He said a fabric backpack tied to the pigeon contained crystal methamphetamine. I don't know where that pigeon came from. (laughs) That was not my pigeon. Look at people are pretty. If they use some of that knowledge and expertise for good, they would be a lot better off. They they would be they would be using carrier pigeons to send messages, mm-hmm. like you know, Shank Mike or whatever. Yeah. Graybeard was spotted with its unusual cargo December 29th in a yard at the facility. They had set up a trap to catch it. In recent years, prison officers have been on the lookout for drones carrying drugs. <laughs> what do you put in a trap to catch a meth pigeon? <laughs> I'm going to think more meth. <laughs> it's got to be. Birdseed. Just birdseed. <laughs> meth pigeons don't eat. <laughs> well, that's why they don't have any teeth then? They're catching meth the meth? pigeons in Canada. That is one scabby pigeon. What's in his backpack? <laughs> Part of his beak is missing. I won't stop rubbing his nose. Oh, <laughs> other country uh, Re- related images. Just a just a pigeon. It's not like the actual meth pigeon. It's a just a stock pigeon photo. They didn't show the actual. Yeah, they didn't want to, to protect his identity. <laughs> the caption: A pigeon is seen in this file photo. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, turd. <laughs> they show me a pigeon. <laughs> they show me a pigeon, which I know it looks like, but not a butter tart. <laughs> oh, I'm Googling. I'm Googling Canadian butter tart. Uh, he said smugglers would have difficulty getting a bird to land in a precise location compared to a drone, but he suggested they had gone old school because of officers increasing awareness of drug smuggling drones, which they were encountering Ooh. daily. So they have actually instituted anti-drone technology in the prison. and It's called a shotgun. N- no. They use radio jammers, and they have a net that they can shoot out of like a shotgun. Yeah, those don't taste as good as Kool-Aid jammers. <laughs> <laughs> no, I suppose it wouldn't. Uh, Rich, not to back up on the butter tart story, but I did Google them, and yes, you are right. They look like little tiny pecan pies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or baby quiche. They look baby quiche. Or baby quiche, sure. That works. In other news, a group of avid Celine Dion fans gathered outside. Were murdered. (laughs) Far wherever you are. Go on, get it out of your system. I don't, I I can't go on. (laughs) I'm more of a because you love me kind of guy. Oh my God. That was beautiful. So his, Glenn, his heart's still going, because that won't stop. According to the list, Glenn Danzig is higher on the list than Celine Dion. Of what? Singer, 200 greatest singers of all time. He's number 199. Um, Celine Dion, it didn't even make the list. I know. Glenn Danzig? Yeah. From the Misfits? And From Danzig. Danzig? From Danzig, yeah. Who's in the Misfits first? Billie Eilish is on that list. Duh. She should be. <laughs> so Rolling Stones, so, so they think that... Celine feels snubbed? Well, the fans do. Rolling Stone could give two shits. (laughs) I can just hear them now. This is bullshit, eh? (laughs) A group of avid Celine Dion fans gathered outside of Rolling Stone's office to protest her exclusion from the magazine's viral list of 200 greatest singers of all time. And the street collapsed. (laughs) Are they of Canadian singers or all singers all over the world? All singers all over the world. Was Whitney Houston on there? I don't know. I'm at 185, which is Alicia Keys. Is the Mongolian throat singer on there? There, you know what? There are a lot of weird names on. No, here. but the one from the new Dune is. 
<laughs> they got Frank Ocean on there. <laughs> Frank Ocean? Is yeah. that Billy's cousin? It's pretty good. Frank Ocean's pretty good. Joan Baez, Fela Cootie. Hey, can't say that. <laughs> Can I feel your cootie? Karen O. Oh. oh. Yeah, yeah, yes. Really? Yeah. I mean, Bob Seeger is 181. Sinatra, Dean Martin, do they go any of those things or no? I mean, I'm in the Petty Loveless. We're at 177. Who's number one? Iggy. Well, I can go to number one. Let's go to see. number one. Iggy Pop is Adele. 176. Adele is number one. I'm, I'm guessing Roy Orbison. Paul McCartney is 26. Mary J. Blige is 25. George Jones is 24. Smokey Robinson, 23. Adele is 22. 22? Yeah, it's a little low. That's, low. That's pretty low. That's low. Nina Simone is 21. Marvin Gaye is number 20. Is it that Ukrainian chick from the from the Kennedy Center Honors? Is she number one? Oh, wow. Frank Sinatra is 19. Celia Cruz is 18. That's oh. Celine Dion. That was close, Elvis though. Presley is 17. What? Prince is 16. Bob Dylan is 15. Okay, yeah, I think so. They're getting some heavy hitters going in the top 10. Just classic American songbook stuff where he actually can sing. Like the whole uh, Shelter from the Storm in the mid 70s. He can yeah. Lay Lady Lay. That's, he, he's got a rich voice, but he plays the stereotype now. It's he, better. He just, he just can't play his own music. He can't sing his own Freddie music. Freddie Mercury is number 14. Okay. The top ten's pretty solid. Patsy Cline is thirteen. John Lennon is twelve. Little Richard is eleven. I never liked Little Richard. I never liked John Lennon. No, me neither. But the top ten rock solid. Mm -hmm. Al Green is number ten. Boom, deserves it. Otis Redding is number nine. Boom, deserves it. Beyonce is eight. Boom, deserves it. Stevie Wonder is seven. Very superstitious. Deserves it. Ray Charles is six. I can't so see him, but he deserves it. He should be higher. Mariah Carey is Ray five. Charles, Genius what? Loves Company. What a great CD or album that is. Genius Loves Company. Billy Holiday is four. So, Again, so we're past it. all the white people. Sam Cooke is three. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sam yeah. Cooke. Another Saturday night. Whitney Houston is number two. I told you, Whitney. And Ellen with a Y is number one. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> here's the number one. If you can, here's it. We'll give him a clue for the number one person. You can see it. You got to get a little. Some R E S P E C T here. That was the clue. Who is it? Aretha. Aretha Franklin. Great job. I'm I'm okay with pretty much uh, all the bottom part of this. Yeah, a lot of the people I don't know, but that top ten I'm a good with. I mean, I'm a little shocked that there wasn't any kind of a maybe not so much Sinatra. Because I know a lot of people don't like him, but I don't think anybody can question the vocal stylings of one Dean Martin. Sure. I think Bonnie Raitt is too low on the list. Mm-hmm. And Sammy Bob Davis Jr. was a great voice for when he was out there doing stuff. The kind of man. Yeah, I mean, Celine Dion, 200? Yeah. She should be on that list, I think. Yeah, she could be wedged in somewhere. She could be on that list, yeah. Like, I don't know if I like, I, well, I guess, no, I don't want to pick on anybody. but I do. That's what we're here for. Damn it. I, I don't know who this person is. I don't know who Mahalia Tina Jackson Turner is. Turner is 55. <laughs> I Shaka think she's older than that. She's way older. Yeah, than she's that. 82. Shaka Khan, everybody, everybody. She can't even drive 55. She's number 55 on the list, which I think is too low. Sure. Willie Nelson is ahead of Tina Turner. Willie Nelson yeah, doesn't that. sing. As a songwriter? As a singer. For sure. As a songwriter, as a songwriter yeah. As a singer, probably not. Right. Half of her act is dancing. Willie Aaliyah? Who's Aaliyah? Was she the queen Mick of the damn Jagger. show? Yeah, she did. Yeah. Mick Jagger. I don't know 52. her voice. I liked her in the movie. I thought she was just stunning. Ada James, 41, maybe a little, uh, could be a little better. Teddy P, can't go wrong with him. Ariana Grande, I don't know if she's got enough years behind her to be on a list like this. Yeah. Are any of these people, though, like, we're only not icons, they're only around for a little while? Like, is Kurt Cobain, does he does he qualify no. under that? 
No. Tony Braxton. You don't have 48. to be a good singer to be the voice of a generation. Okay. Mavis Staples is 46. I think she should be higher, too. No idea who that is. The Staples sisters? She opened for Bob Dylan a couple years ago at Art Park, and she was fucking amazing. Joni Mitchell. Ella Fitzgerald. Yeah, you can't go wrong with Ella. Ariana Grande is number 43. That's what I said. I don't know enough about her. Um, where's uh, the Blame It on the Rain guys? Millie Vanilli. Millie Vanilli. Where Van they Morrison is up there, kind of high. Van Morrison's rock solid. I know people that just played him for a wedding. Like that was. The I love Van played. Morrison. Yeah. Kurt Cobain. He is on there. Jesus, that's terrible. Dusty Springfield. Pull him off. Put Celine on. That's what I say. I didn't really put a title down on this thing. I was just excited because I can finally type in here. <laughs> <laughs> just so you know. Shaka Khan is twenty nine. Shaka Khan. I feel for you. Dolly Parton is twenty seventh. Working nine to five. Paul McCartney. He's a pretty good singer. Yeah. <laughs> Amy Winehouse is eighty three. I was a huge fan of hers. Yeah. I loved her yeah. voice. She Celine Dion can have her spot. <laughs> <laughs> I no, I think I've done somebody before I'd bumped Amy Winehouse. I thought that poor girl was so troubled. I think she had a great Chris voice Cornell is way too low on this list. He needs to be higher on this list. He needs to be closer to number one. Dude had so had such range when he sang. Dude, I don't know. You listen to some of those live sessions. Yeah. <sighs> he was bad. And I got news for you. That's the people they pick. There's people that are in Nashville right now that are belting out tunes that you don't even know who they are yet. Oh, yeah. And they're some of the best singers in the world. And Chris Cornell should not get a spot Bruce above. Springsteen? I'm just looking at Rich's screen. Mark Anthony? As in? The guy who was married to Jennifer Lopez? He's on the list? He's 167. Fuck that. I, I would, and did Celine I would Dion's bump. on this list? I agree with the silly French Canadians. Yeah, I would think, yeah, she should be. <laughs> well, uh, and Morrissey's on Fucking here. Ronnie Morrissey is on here. Yeah. What about Morris Day in the time? Nope, Morris Day is not on here, I don't think. Bruce Springsteen's on there. Uh, Prince definitely deserves to be on here, though. Uh, Wilson Pickett's on here. I don't know. Petty who. LaBelle. Sure. Carrie Muddy Carrie. Waters. Robert Smith from The Cure? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, yeah, it depends on what their criteria is. I think they're going popularity, yeah. too. Yeah. Where's Frankie Valley? Yeah. In I haven't Jersey. seen him on the list yet. Bjork is why do we have to score? Can't we just Bjork? get the list? Yeah, I don't even know who Bjork is. I just know that. Isn't she the lady that wore that goose dress? Yeah, she's fascinating. Is she? I don't. I don't. She's a really good singer too. I have never Bjork. ever watched Bjork. Isn't she? That, isn't that the, what are those two little? I really dots? like her stuff. She ranked right before Robert Plant. Oh my god! Robert Plant can come off the list. Are you fucking? You're high? out of your fucking mind. <laughs> I thought I was the one who had four beers. <laughs> I was just trying to get a rise out of you guys. It George worked. Michael. Except for last Christmas. <laughs> Caveat. Asterix. I will be your father figure. Remember that song? Yes. Put your Barry tiny White. hand Until the end mine. of time, I'll remember that song. Mm-hmm. Barry White should be should have been in the top ten. My yeah. darling, I, <laughs> I can't get enough of your love, baby. Ah. And no Frankie Valley. I wish we could have did this article first because then we could have been singing throughout the whole show. Ozzy Osbourne is on Listen. the list. Is on the list. Yeah, one twelve. Celine Dion can have his spot. Too. Yeah, for okay. real. I don't know. Crazy Train's pretty. You know, up what I haven't seen is the weekend without a knee. No. I like the weekend. He does have a great voice, but yeah, I mean, they have Daltrey at one hundred and nine, which I think is a crime. It should be higher. 
His voice is very unique, and he's 80 years old and can still has the pipes, man. What about Seal? Oh. Oh, yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I haven't seen him on the list. He's got a pretty unique voice. I think Miley Cyrus. Lou Reed. I mean, I like Lou Reed, but he is not a good vocalist. What about Lou Rawls? <laughs> he's a good vocalist. Yeah. Better than Lou Reed. If you're just going to go through Lou's. <laughs> Bill Withers. Wasn't he the boxer in Rocky? Bill Withers? Ain't no, no sunshine. Ain't oh, no sunshine no, when she's song. gone. That's a good song. <laughs> Tom York? Tom York has a fantastic voice. Eddie right? Vedder, 105. Yeah, but he's weird. He is very weird. I don't know him well enough to even... The Neville okay. Brothers. They, oh, Aaron, they, yeah. Aaron Neville. Oh, they had pretty to share solid. one? Uh, no, it's Aaron. <laughs> but there's the Neville Brothers, but it's it's all Aaron. I don't know much. And don't make don't fun know. of him because he fluctuates because he'll kill you. <laughs> He's dead. He's so dead. No. He can't kill me. Yeah. No, he would have he in the day, though. Did he go to prison? Yeah, he Aaron Neville went yeah. to prison. That's where he learned how to sing. That's okay. how he got the high notes. Yeah. <laughs> Louis Armstrong. Satchmo. Talented musician. Yeah. That gravelly oh, voice, yeah. though. Leonard like Cohn is even higher than some I of these see. guys. I, I think like guys I think Lund. he was known as Everybody a singer. I didn't know. And Ren Roses, too. In spite of his voice, not because it was a spectacular Like Lou Reed. Call me and you. Lou Reed was a punk. And I think to myself. I say that respectfully. <laughs> I say good day. What a wonderful world. Elton John is number 100. Wow. Bob Marley is ahead of... He's 98. Usher is, is 98. No woman, yeah. no cry. Chuck Berry, who sang the same song over and over again with different <laughs> lyrics, is 96. You know who else made the list? Is Ariana Grande's side boob. Oh. Stevie Nicks, 93. Probably, I, I, I think Stevie be belongs on there. there. She does. She's definitely on the list. You ever listened to her? The, was it I Landslide? Hate uh-huh. Stevie Nicks so much. Do you? I just, think she's fantastic. I, just the sound Anita of her Baker, voice. isn't she the I one that was voice. banging Clarence Thomas? No. no. <laughs> That was Anita Hill. <laughs> and she wasn't banging him. She just had his pubes on her Coke can. <laughs> yeah. You're a historian. Get it right. Selena is 89. Selena's. Diana Ross is 87. Michael Jackson is 86. Take him off. Oh, they kept him there together, huh? Cancel culture. Take Johnny Cash, 85. <laughs> Take Michael Jackson off the list and put him next to Pete Rose. Let's <laughs> see what happens. He's banned. Wow. Oh, All right. Anyway, so... What is your website for us this week? This is the fucking website. Anyway, why are we? That's what happened in Canada this week. We could have done week. three hours on this. We could have. Yeah, I'd have everybody go to that. But no, let's have everybody go to that and give them their feedback via website, and we'll give. Them well, some I'm going to get the whole list together in one spot, and I'll just print it out so we can see it all in one spot rather than having to go to five different fucking pages. Don't we see want it. our fans to? to yeah, but be we can discuss this though? more. We can bring this back next week. Okay, I'm you looking in the sunshine in the, when she's. We'll right. have to get a uh, we'll have to get a guest here. And I know, here too. I know. I just shared the link. All right. This week's website is pixelsfighting.com. Since I've been called a nerd at least twice tonight, you get a nerd site. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone? Anyone? That's all yours, man. Anyone? Is it mobile friendly? I don't <laughs> know. There you go. <laughs> just want to clear it with you guys first. If you want to say something that I want to say. So what the hell's going on here? Do I have to? Can I How do, do you spell pixels? It's in the sheet now. Oh. What was that? <laughs> it was a napkin wrapped in a sponge candy bag. Mobile friend. Okay, so what am I doing here? You're not doing anything. We're just watching pixels the fight. Pixels are fighting. Okay. One and the-, the brown team is coming, making a comeback against the teal team. Teal team is making oh reversal. 
Teal team it's seems two to- points back. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Down at the bottom is a link to where you can buy fine art prints of pixels fighting. It's an EFT. Oh, NFT. It's a nifty. That's who. It's an NFT. It's I thought they were trying to get me at the game this week because I said to open up my NFC, and I'm like, what does a non fungible coin have to do with what we're doing? But that's something else, apparently. When when home computers were starting to become more regularly uh, adopted, one of the first games that were common was Pong. the game of life. Okay. And it, it's just pixels like this. It's got very simple rules. If you have a certain number of neighbors, you live. If you have a certain number of neighbors, you die. And you set a certain pattern, and you hit start, and it works itself out. People have spent years developing things that make these fascinating to watch. This is just a random easy one. Pixelsfighting.com. Dot com. If you're really bored at work and want to become more bored. <laughs> <laughs> check out pixelsfighting.com. When you're just not bored enough. <laughs> <Pixelsfighting>. <laughs> anyway, this week for shenanigans has been Elm of the Y. Happy 2023, everybody. Rich. And you're Craig. <laughs> Walden. Such an asshole. <laughs> Everybody Thanks. tries to steal your bits because you are the you are the glue that keeps. I am not together. touching your bits. Thanks for listening. Join us again next week. <laughs>